on the Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christie, Donlinger Construction, Mel Hambledon Ford, Eck Agency, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Big Corner Creative, Pepsi, and by I Cryo Recovery and Wellness. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. It is hard to believe with snow on the ground in Wichita this week that we are talking softball, but even with winter weather not just coming, it's here. Softball is coming. The Jets picked 13th in the preseason. Andrea Gustafson in her fourth season leading the rebuild of Newman Jets. Softball is back on the program. The Jets last season, 18-30, and 9-7. and seven. Nine more wins than the season before. Eight more MIAA wins than the season before. Uh, Coach Gustafson, first of all, welcome back. Congratulations. A big progress for you guys last year welcome back to the show thank you i appreciate it the season uh last year for you guys 18 and 30 obviously i know that's not where you want to be but so much progress over the year before how happy were you with what you girls did and what your girls did and what you guys accomplished as a coaching staff to to take steps in the positive direction in 2022 obviously you know you want to you want it to move a little bit faster than your <laughs> than it does um but winning 12 more games last year than we did the year before. Um, I definitely think that we're headed in the right direction. And with the kids that we've brought in, um, you know, we're expecting bigger things here in the future. Well, and, and obviously last year, uh, you gotta got to talk about the highlight of, of beating Rogers State. Um, they're the eventual national champions. And, and what a moment that was. Uh, how, how did that get received for you guys in the, in the locker room and, and as a coaching staff on, on the field after the game? Oh, that was exciting. The girls were so excited and you're just so happy to see them. You know, the work that they've put in to go out there and beat at the time the number two team in the nation. Um, but that just goes to show what we're capable of, you know, and, and then the next day we came out and fell flat and, and didn't show up to compete. So that's kind of where we were at last year. And I'm hoping this year that we can, um, you know, keep moving in the right direction and not have those spells where we go backwards again. How much does that show as well? Like, cause I know that at times in the past in MIAA softball, there's kind of been haves and have nots and teams that, you know, you can just kind of show up and, and beat it. It seems like it's becoming more like basketball where, you know, you guys will go out. You guys were not in – you guys were in the bottom half of the standings. You go out and beat the number two team in the country, first place Rogers State. Then the next day you're playing – I don't remember who it was. Northeastern was it? State. Northeastern State. And, you know, not that they're, you know, just a cupcake, but there's certainly no Rogers State. And you guys lose. It seems like it's getting more and more parity and, and that, it, you know, you got to show up and play every game because anybody can beat anybody on any given, you know, Sunday, as they say. Yeah, for sure. Um, you got to show up every single day. Um, every single school has, you know, some pitchers. They have some hitters, and, and you got to show up and be ready to play. Otherwise, you know, that's exactly what's going to happen. Key returners off of last year's team. Coming up on this JetCast, by the way, here on Episode 85, we're going to be talking with Anissa Ramos, uh, I, which I think leads the uh, has the career lead in JetCast appearances <laughs> as a non-coach. Uh, but we're excited to have her back on. R.J. Allen will talk men's basketball as well. Um, but I know that Anissa will be at the top of the list, but who are some of the uh, key returners off of last year's team that are going to be counted on to continue this rebuild? Um, Lori Cook. Um, she was our shortstop last year. Um, she's going to be shortstop again this year. We got Gianna Navarro. She was one of our top hitters last year. 
um, Sammy Gutierrez, catcher, Lauren Kwok, catcher, um, Megan Walls was a pitcher for us last year who, who actually was one of the pitchers or the pitcher that beat Roger State. Um, she's back this year as well. So a lot of key returners back. I know that coming into every season, there's likely a question mark or an area of the team that you think, you know, this is something that we've got to get solved that I'm not sure about. If you had a question mark about this team coming into the year and something that you feel like you're going to have to improve upon to have the kind of season that you want to have, what do you think that that area would be on this team? Uh, we got to get more consistent pitching. Uh, last year, I, I believe we finished fourth in the conference in hitting, um, and our defense, you know, was was average. I mean, we, we for the majority of the time we made plays. Um, pitching was very inconsistent, um, and obviously the games that we played well, we got great pitching, and, and the games that we struggled with, we we kind of struggled in the circle a little bit. How many newcomers do you think might have? the ability to make an impact in their first year with the team, whether they're freshmen or junior college transfers or even graduates, how many newcomers do you think might be able to step in and, and help the Navy and Red right away? Oh, we got a few for sure. Um, one of our pitchers that has transferred in from Weber State, she's kind of been um, – she was there for a couple years, so she has some experience at that level. Um, she's kind of helped out on our bullpens and, and – you know, just kind of help the atmosphere in the bullpen, and she's done a great job there, Jackie Gold. So, so we're excited about her out, out there as well. Uh, well, I, I have to ask you about Anissa Ramos because when we do these jet casts, she is your go-to to bring her on. She's always a great conversation. Can't wait to talk to her. But Anissa Ramos was third on the team in batting average last year. Uh, your lockdown third baseman. It sounds like you're pretty confident in that left side of the infield, uh, especially on the defensive side. Yes, for sure. Um, you know, those kids both come from the same travel ball organization organization um, out in California and the way they teach those kids is, is the way I like to teach softball and they're just go-getters you know they, they play hard they know what they're doing uh, they're good teammates you know, they just have good chemistry over there. Well, and, she, and that was something that I know that talking to Anissa before we, you know, before we started these interviews today, she said that she's just so excited and she felt like the chemistry last year was a big part of the growth. And I'll ask her about that coming up here in the next segment on the JetCast. But she said that she feels like this team is really coming together after not being able to really spend that much time in the couple of years due to coronavirus and they really couldn't hang out. Now they are able to hang out. Out, and, and how much do you think that that increased chemistry has led to the increased productivity on the field? Oh, it's been huge. Um, the team chemistry we have this year is by far the best since I've been here. Uh, the girls really care about each other. Uh, they've all been good teammates towards each other. They just they have so much fun together, and, and it's night and day out on the field, and you can see it. Well, this season, and, and as it always is here at this time of year, um, you guys are at the mercy of the weather, and I did go out a couple, I think it was earlier this week, maybe last week, and it's only, you know, upper 40s or around 50 degrees, but there are the girls out there on the softball diamond. It was dry and it was sunny, and uh, even when the temperature's not quite as warm as you would like and probably not nearly as warm as what Anissa and the girls would <laughs> like, uh, you kind of have to take advantage of those dry days when you get them, don't you? Yes, for sure. I was telling them, you know, we're, we're going to get outside as much as we can because you never know when the weather's going to hit, and here it is right here when we got a game next week. So do you, you ever Do you ever look at that schedule, uh, you know, because you're the one who sets the schedule, uh -huh. correct? at least for the non-conference. Mm -hmm. Do you ever look at that and say, in Wichita – February 1st. <laughs> There's no way we're going to play that game, but I'm going to put it on the schedule anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's like a flip of a coin. <laughs> 
You know, you never know because it could be a 70-degree day and it could also it could. be a 20-degree day and snowing, so you just never know. It, it could. You know, it, uh, there's just as likely of a chance that it'll be 65 and, mm-hmm. and a heat wave coming in and as it will be <laughs> what we have this week. So, anyway, the season opener is set as of now, and as I know, we'll talk about this next week with baseball as well, and just be forewarned for the entire season. The schedule is a working, living document. Mm-hmm. It has feelings, and it changes its mind what it wants to, so keep – it locked to newmanjets.com and at newmanjetssb on Twitter. We'll keep you updated on all the schedule changes throughout the year, and I'm sure that there's going to be more than one. Uh, I know that you guys, after last season, are probably hungry to make even more progress this year. What do you feel like a goal is for this season? Do you, have you guys have you talked with the girls about goals? And and what do you? I know in the past you've said you know we're rebuilding this program. Win totals don't mean anything right now. Now you've shown some progress. Mm-hmm. So now the, the standard and, and the goals and, and the, you know, what the girls want to accomplish has to elevate. Is that something that you've talked about with the team? We've, we've talked about um, making the conference tournament or trying to make the conference tournament last year, and we had a chance. Um, I believe we had to win three out of four games the final weekend, and we just kind of fell flat a little bit. But at least we were in the mix, and that's a goal that we've talked about, and you know, we hope to get there by the end of the year. But it, we all know it's a process, you know, and you're not going to be playing your best in February. Our goal is to be playing our best in April and May. Coach G here with us again in her fourth year. Andrea Gustafson once again. First pitch on the season and the opener for NU Softball Field is next week on the 1st of February. Two o'clock doubleheader as the Jets host the Tigers of East Central. Uh, Good luck with the games. Good luck with the weather, and uh, we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll have you back on the JetCast here as we move forward throughout the spring season. Okay, Coach? All right, thank you. Anissa Ramos, third baseman for the Jets, joins us next. From the moment you walk through the doors at Ascension Via Christi, you'll hear the sounds of hope, health, and strength. Because Ascension Via Christi is more than just hospitals, ERs, and clinics. Ascension Via Christi teams start by understanding you, your health, and your life to deliver the care that's right for you. Connected to a national network of care and the expertise of a wide range of doctors and specialists. Ascension Via Christi in Wichita. Listening to you, caring for you. Find a doctor online at healthcare.ascension.org. Hi, this is Marisa Compton, head coach of Newman Jets Volleyball. Show your support for the Navy in Red by grabbing your officially licensed Newman Jets apparel at nujetsgear.com. Your purchase directly supports Newman student-athletes. Choose from a wide variety of styles and colors featuring NU's official logos. Show your jet pride at Fugate Gymnasium, McCarthy Field, and Oliver Wichita with Newman Jets apparel from nujetsgear.com. That's nujetsgear.com. Hard to believe with some of the weather that we had earlier this week that softball is right around the corner, but we are starting our spring sports previews. Snow or no snow, it doesn't matter. Uh, the Jets are scheduled to play next week. Now, the weather forecast looking forward in the extended future, as we said with Coach Gustafson, not looking real favorable, but it's on the calendar for now. And so Anissa Ramos, the junior out of Long Beach, California, is getting ready last season, third on the team. In batting average, hitting 327 in her 48 starts. 
52 hits, was third on the team, and she was second on the team with nine doubles. And I think she's the career leader in appearances on the JetCast <laughs> as a player. Uh, you're, you're always the one that she goes to. I don't know if that's because you're a leader or because uh, you draw the short end of the stick, but I'm glad to have you back on. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me again. Well, uh, last year, you know, you guys made some big improvements. And we talked with Coach Gustafson in the first segment about the improvement in the win total. Obviously still a losing season, but you guys, you know, plus eight wins, I think, in conference, plus nine wins overall. How excited are you about the progress that you made last year? And how excited are you to try to make even more progress this year? Um, I'm super excited for this season, honestly. I think we have the right team, the right mindset. Um, and I just really think that we're just going to – we're going to surprise people this year in conference especially. I don't think there's teams that we can't – I win, at least. I wasn't going to ask you about this, but you said you think you're going to surprise people. Obviously, if you are a regular viewer of NewmanJets.com, you know that the preseason MIAA polls were released earlier this year, uh, and earlier this week, actually. Newman was picked 13th. Uh, is that something that you guys look at and like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, actually, um, Megan Walsh, she sent that in our group chat the other day, and we were like, this should light a fire because we do not belong to be 13th in the coach's pool. Like, we were just like, what? But, you know, we're going to surprise people, honestly, I think. Okay. Uh, how, what do you think was the source of the growth that you guys had last year? Obviously, the year before, it wasn't necessarily a good season. Coach Gustafson trying to put the program back together. And, it, and sometimes people, you know, in this day and age where you can get everything instantly, you want to have it now, you want yeah. it yesterday. But sometimes it takes some time, especially – when you have, you know, the national champion Roger State is in your conference, it's not an easy conference to win in. Um, what do you think was the source of the improvement that you guys had last year? Um, I think it was just the mindset. Um, the past couple of years, I don't think we had the right mindset um, coming into games. We. What, what do you think changed? What What did you adjust that that made that difference for you guys? I honestly think just like having fun and like being good teammates. Um, the past couple of years, I think our chemistry was kind of. Um, shaky okay. and I think uh, last year it was a lot better and we just played for each other and no matter what I think this year is going to just be great I'm super excited well, I'm pumped. I, 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 from talking to you because you're you're very hyped I can tell <laughs> you know I'm guessing that so far the chemistry on this year's team has been even better 100 yeah. percent. what what has what has led to that how have you as one of the upperclassmen now on this team as somebody with multiple years in the program how do you try to go about bringing in you know the difference you guys have a blend junior college transfers mm -hmm. brand new players freshmen how do you kind of bring them in and say hey you know we're not where we want to be but we made big strides and this is how we want to continue to do things how do you do that as a leader to bring everybody together yeah um i think the past two years is because of covid we couldn't really like be together as a team so it really made it hard to like be with one each other off the field and i think this year um, we have a house off campus and we're able just to come together as one and we have a lot of team dinners and just telling the younger girls i know it looks like we don't have the best record but you know we have the team this year i'm just like we're pumped. Like, I literally am so pumped. This week, uh, as we record the show, recorded the show, and looking ahead, uh, there was snow on the ground in Wichita this week. Yeah. Um, you're a California girl, Long Beach, California. Yep. <laughs> uh, you, you're used to this weather in Kansas yet? Um, Not completely, but honestly, <laughs> a little bit. The past two years, we've had a little bit of snow, but, you know, you just have a mindset. It's warm and It'll be good. Yeah, you, you, it's almost like you have to, to you know, I, I coach sometimes some uh, – at the end of the season, I coach, you know, 
kick, a kickball team. Okay. And I tell people, like, you're just not allowed to be cold for the next hour. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are. Um, do you kind of have to lie to yourself like that? Oh, uh, yeah, all the time, especially, like, days when we're outside and it is kind of cold. It's like, you know what? I remind myself I'm in California playing in 75-degree weather, <laughs> so I just have to have the right mindset. What is it like and, and how have you grown even closer with Coach Gustafson as she's tried to bring you along and obviously uh, looks to you as one of her leaders on this program as she looks to continue to rebuild NU softball? Um, I think uh, me and Coach G actually have a really good relationship. It's um, just I feel like in the past years we have girls on our team that don't feel like she, we can go to her because she's our coach. But honestly, in the past couple of years, she's just come to me and I've been able to open up to like who I am as a person. And just seeing her in a different way just makes me more comfortable. And I know she relies on me in a lot. What are your expectations for yourself this year? What are the things that you've been working on in the off season? Um, off season, just really working on my um, offensive game. I've just been my defense. I know that just not saying it comes easy to me, but I feel like it's riding a bike for defense with sure. me. I love defense, but offensively, just working on my swing, just trying to stay short. And with this wind in Kansas and playing in games, just trying not to keep anything up. Just where, my short game. Where do you plan to play on the diamond this year? Uh, I plan to play on third base. Hopefully I'm playing there this year, but I uh, we do have a strong defense this year. I'm super excited. We have depth, so she can do whatever she wants, honestly. And you've played – you've primarily been the third baseman. You have played in other positions. Yes. My freshman year I had to play shortstop. Yeah. So uh, how, what was the – third baseman is your natural position. Correct, yes. So I'm assuming that was a pretty natural adjustment to go back. Um, Going back, yes, but going to it, it was a big adjustment. <laughs> but hopefully not going to have to do that that this year so you mentioned you guys thought that 13 was a little low from the coaches um you're excited do you guys when you've been at the house the softball house <laughs> which uh, the location will stay uh, undisclosed for your guys' <laughs> privacy have you guys talked goals have you guys talked about what you think you can accomplish what you want to accomplish this year as a team yeah um 100 our goal in the past couple of years has been just to make that miaa tournament and i know we have a huge shot of making that because last year i just think the chemistry and there was other things going on like it just hindered us but I know this year we're gonna make it and we're gonna prove people wrong Anissa Ramos junior leader third baseman off of this Newman team from Long Beach California I'll give you the time and the day again though there's no guarantee that this will actually happen but it will be at NU softball field the season opener against East Central it is a two o'clock doubleheader on Wednesday so it'll be a week from today as you're watching this February 1st against East Central um, it's not looking good for playing in terms of the weather, but I know that you guys will be ready. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of Thank your season. Thank you so much. When we come back, we'll talk men's basketball with R.J. Allen. He is next, and we'll wrap up the JetCast with him after this. Dondlinger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers, heavy equipment operators, and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Dondlinger Construction is employee-owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at dondlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R dot B-I-Z. Dondlinger Construction is an EEO-compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply. Life, it throws you curves and it knocks you down. But what separates the good from the great is the getting back up. Newman University will always get back up. We are a university of doers, of innovators, of transformers. We inspire as we soar to new heights. We will not be beaten. We will not settle for anything less than the best. 
We are Newman University. Wrapping up the show with men's basketball, R.J. Allen, head coach of the men, is kind enough to join us here. The men's basketball team is out on the road this week, making a road trip to Missouri Southern and Pittsburgh State this weekend, Thursday and Saturday. Normal tip-off times, 5.30 on Thursday, 1.30 on Saturday. It's actually the last consecutive road games of the season for Newman. Navy and Red are going to be at home just about the entire month of February. They've got two single road games coming up in February. But, uh, Coach, uh, sir, it's nice to end the season with a bunch of home games trying to make that push for MIAA Madness, isn't it? Yes, it is. We we feel like the schedule's worked out in our favor, so we hope. It would be nice to be in Fugate and be in Wichita and play in front of our fans. Well, last time out, an 88-81 loss at the number four Central Oklahoma Broncos, a game in which you guys, you know, didn't execute in some areas of the game. And I know, But I know that in terms of the fight and the belief, uh, the first 10 minutes, I, I, I've said in the past, well, this start couldn't have been any worse. I think it probably could have been worse, but it wasn't a good start. What does it say about your team that you were able to pull that out, totally switch the script, and take a one-point lead into the break, and then obviously, you know, all the way down to the last five minutes of the game. In, in the last five minutes of the game, you guys were right there neck and neck with the number four team in the country. Yeah, I, I think where we want to see growth with our group, uh, as well as execution, is just composure. And I thought, you know, to start the game, uh, Givens hit a couple – big shots for them and it seemed like they were rolling and they were going to take off but our guys just they anchored in and they just one possession at a time and I didn't see the deer in the headlight look I didn't see the shrug shoulders uh, and then that's growth for our ball ca- our, our ball group so we're gonna just continue to work on that and try to get better at it and, and go from there you mentioned that this team anchored down what's this team's anchor what provides that stability you know, it's it's a variety of different things. That's like, okay. It, it, it really is. It's it's just their togetherness. Um, I don't know if you can just pinpoint it in one specific area. It's just their communication amongst each other, the positivity uh, on the floor, as 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 small as the the, the high fives, and just staying together as a unit uh, is what we've been kind of talking about a lot with this group and how we handle adversity you you've had to do that this year haven't you yeah we have we have with stevie strong as a guy uh you know has had to overcome his own adversity with some injury problems but you look back at what he has done i mean it, it goes all the way back to last year i think it's over 17 games now in a row he has scored at least double figure points and he's been leading you he and the other stevie have been leading you in points every game of the second semester you know what he is doing is is pretty incredible need to have a second guy to step up and help him more often stevie smith's been that guy latique murphy's been that guy but what can you say about stevie strong and, and his mindset and attack and how he prepares for the game yeah he's 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 a phenomenal talent and even even stevie's still learning um i i think he's still just scratching the surface of his potential and he's learning and he's e- eager to learn and his attitude's been great and you know it's good to see him have success um again we want to try to have those games where he has some big nights turn into some W's for our ball club, and it makes you feel that much better. But uh, he's he's taking a leadership role still as a only a sophomore, and the guys follow and listen to him, and and 
you know, you can't ask for much more from as a coach. One of the big problems, obviously, against uh, Central Oklahoma was the free throw line. In terms of the half court defensively against Central Oklahoma in the second half, it seems like you guys did do some good things. I know you said you didn't feel like you guys were perfect. There were a couple of key possessions that could have been executed better. How did you guys feel about the half court defense against Central Oklahoma? You know, they go 88. That's above their average. That's too high. But a lot of that was at the free throw line. Yeah, they they were able to cash in at the line. Uh, credit to them. Uh, you know, for us, it, it's uh, you know just our off ball positioning, still uh, defeating screens. Uh, you know, just things that you're always evolving at. Um, so for our basketball club, it's just that is you know information that we can take and, and watch and film and, and, and take to the practice floor and try to get better in that aspect. And then when you're in that situation down the road, uh, you're better prepared. One thing that I thought that I would mention to our uh, listeners and our viewers is that Central Oklahoma went 42 for 46 at the free throw line. Uh, I looked back. It is the most free throws made by a team against Newman in regulation uh, ever in the history of the program. Coach, I wanted to, to ask you not about that game because I know you don't want to talk about officials. Do you recall a game back in January of 2011, Bill Greehy Arena in San Antonio, 2018-19, uh, 2017-18 season, uh, that was you. Yeah, he remembers this game. Uh, the all-time record for free throws made and shot against the Jets. The Rattlers of St. Mary's, 46 for 61 in a 99-94 double overtime defeat of the Jets, um, where. St. Mary's shot 21 for 27 at the free throw line in the two overtimes. And the Jets, I think they shot 12 free throws total in the two overtimes. So uh, I don't want you to talk about the last game, but would you like to talk about that game at Bill Greehy <laughs> Arena in 2018? Oh, man. I do remember that game. Uh, I, I, re I remember that game. I remember, I, re I, remember, I remember more so the conversation with Vic Trilly <laughs> after the game. And I'll, I'll leave that conversation That's between probably good us. Idea. Uh, but I do. That was, uh, those were quite the battles down in San Antonio. They and were. I, I'll just leave it at that. I also remember the look on your face when you sat down because we were on the radio at that time and you were like are, are we on yet and uh, like we are and so you took a second and and we went on but uh, yeah I just thought I'd point that out that Central Oklahoma most free throws ever made against the Jets in regulation interesting uh, Ian Lee did not play how is he doing he's been in and out working with this wrist injury that's bu that's bugging him um, you know we mentioned in pregame that Central Oklahoma was not uh, full strength without their best player but you've been without your number one point guard Ian Lee was probably thought you were, he was going to be your number one point guard coming into the year so you guys have been banged up in the backcourt as well how's he doing and, and and what's his prognosis how much do you think you're you might have him this week or, or maybe not it's really day-to-day -day. he's just kind of battling this nagging wrist injury uh he's, he's been treatment multiple times a day it's just one of those things where unfortunately it takes a while to heal and you know, he got banged in practice the other day and kind of re-injured it a little bit. So that was a setback for him. So we're just – I'm not sure when we'll get him back. Uh, like I said, we're our, our training staff is, is working extremely hard to try to get him – getting ready but it's just right now uh we'll see we just wait and see uh you 
countered with a new player making his Newman debut on the road. Devontae Jennings came in. And he play, I think he played six minutes and had five fouls in six minutes. I don't know if that's reflective of Mr. Jennings at all, but um, what does he bring to the table? How much do you think, how big do you think his role could be on this team? You know, right now, you know, this is a young man that, that played at Sunrise Christian, uh, played for Luke Barnwell on their elite high school team. So he's played in some big-time basketball games against some – uh, you know, some of the best talent in the country. So, uh, you know, as far as the level, I, I don't feel like he's intimidated or phased. He didn't look intimidated uh, out there. It's just a situation where he hasn't played in a while. And so he's young. He's a freshman. Um, he's still learning our system, uh, you know, but it's another ball handler that, that you have on the floor that can make reads and decisions for us. Uh, he's extremely quick. And so, you know, we, we hope to use him you know, more and as the year goes on and as he gets uh, comfortable. Nebraska Kearney and Fort Hayes State are coming up not this weekend, but next weekend. They're the next home games. And on the 4th, it's a big day. It's Hall of Fame Day here at Newman University. We'll be inducting the newest class of the 2023 Hall of Fame. Uh, there's You can RSVP online. Just click at newmanjets.com on the Hall of Fame banner. You can RSVP. There's discount for tables. All the proceeds uh, benefit Newman student-athletes and the Newman Athletic Department. And I know that that's always a big day. A lot of athletic alumni kind of come back for that. And I know that one guy going in, uh, not that there was any doubt that he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but Mark Potter, uh, your mentor, is going to be going in. How great will it be to, to see him go in the Newman Athletics Hall of Fame? Man, words can't express how, how happy I am for Coach, how proud I am of Coach. Um, you know, he's he's been a tremendous mentor to me. Uh, and just a, see a, a guy – basically rebuild this program from the ground up. I have the utmost respect for Coach, and he's like family to me. And so I'm very, very proud of him and, and, and happy for him and his family and Nanette and his, his children uh, for the sacrifices that they make sure. uh, as, as coaching – family and so it'll be uh it'll be a special day for a lot of us uh to see coach go into the hall of fame well deserved and uh we're we're happy for it and it'd be, be even more special with a couple of newman wins the day before so or the in the day and the hours leading up to that 130 double header of course you can listen to the game newman jets audio network watch on the miaa network and i'll tell you i know he's out of coaching but um when he was walking off the court, he looked up at us after you guys beat Missouri Western, and he gave us huge fist pumps. So, yeah, he, he's there when he's not out speaking. Um, he, he doesn't miss a Newman game. No, he doesn't. He's, uh, he, he's very much attached to this program. Um, you know, Newman is near and dear to his heart. He, he, he even sat in on the bench for you. He did. He did. When I, was, when I was absent, in my absence, he was one of the first ones to call me and just, how can I help coach? And got in his car and drove to Kearney, Nebraska and, and Hayes, Kansas. And so that just tells you the type of person he is. And so, again, like I said, I'm just I'm extremely happy for him and his, and his entire family. Last thing for you, Coach, let's talk quickly about this weekend. Missouri Southern, Pittsburgh State, two teams trying to figure things out right now. Pittsburgh State, coldest team in the league. They've lost seven straight games, league's longest losing streak. Missouri Southern, I've been playing pretty well, kind of a bounce back year. I'm not sure if people were expecting that. Probably not if you based it on where the preseason rankings were. But now after a loss on Monday, they've lost three of four. So you're going to be facing two very hungry teams, a Missouri Southern team that 
you think and I think as well played their best game of the year by far against you guys in their first matchup. And then I know you've got all the respect in the world for Coach Boshi and what he did at Missouri Southern before he left. And as we all know, uh, there's no night off in the MIAA. So how do you get the guys ready to, to pick up one and hopefully two road wins this yeah. weekend? We're fighting too. You know, we're fighting too. We're hungry too. Um, you know, our last couple games, we've you know felt like we've been close, but not able to get over the hump. So we're we're hungry for a win as we continue to fight to try to you know make a run here for postseason. So. Uh, big games for us, and we're going to be just as hungry as they are. If you cannot make the trip on the road to John Lance Arena or the Lakin and Platt Athletic Center, you can watch the games at the normal link, com slash Newman. Check out the game preview. There are audio links available if you cannot make it out there. We will see you next here at Fugate Gymnasium on the 2nd of February. Coach, we will see you then as well. Good luck this weekend. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll continue our spring sports previews with baseball next week, so we'll see you then with Coach Mouse. Until then, Blake Cripps of Wichita saying, go Jets.